This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. It's hour two on the... Third, uh, oh, fifth of August, two thousand twenty-three. Here with Denise Dirks, uh, Todd Cunin, myself, Frederick Penny, and our producer Cal Hunter. We appreciate all of you being here on this Saturday that we just pounded out every Saturday. Thank you, listeners, for being with us. We get some great emails from you uh, at info at radiolawtalk.com. Thank you for the email. Sorry we can't. A lot of times people have requests. We can't help you with your requests, but, hey, it never hurts to ask. Um, so, Cal, I don't think we've given away a T-shirt in a long time, have we? Uh, we tried to, but it, it didn't work out because it was someone who had, like, three of them already. So, oh, jeez. <laughs> Everyone wants them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you should just email us and ask for one, and we'll see if we can get you one. No guarantees, but email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. We need your size. And we need your address, so info at radiolawtalk.com, and we'll see if we can try to get you one. You know, and when Fred talks about we can't get you some of the requests, look, if you send an email and it says, look, I have this issue, what should I? Yeah, we can't answer that question. Yeah. But here's a great thing. Plus it's a personal injury case. I can help Yeah, you. exactly. Here's a great thing to write in on. Hey, I saw this happen in this trial, that trial, something. Can you explain what went on in trial? Can you right. explain what's happening here? Can you go over this about something you see in the news that maybe you didn't get an explanation as the viewer that you would like a little bit more explanation on something that happened? Um, the Idaho murderer up there, Both of them, what's yeah. going on with that, those would be great questions that we could probably field and, and answer. And we'll try, but we can't guarantee it. Can't, guarantee, right. can't guarantee it. Because we've had some people email us some stuff, I'm like, eh, I don't think I want to get into well, I have a question for Todd. Have you ever seen a defense that says, well, okay, your GPS on his phone placed our client at or near the murder scene, but... He just goes out and drives around at night. He's got, I mean, <laughs> no, yeah. Well, that's our two. Yeah. I, know. I would say, I I would say up, yeah. if he had a newborn baby or a baby that was fussy, that could be a good defense. Yeah, but it's, right, uh, I had my baby, and I was driving around to keep my baby calm. It's on the agenda here. These guys yeah. will flush it out and tell you what they think. Yeah. It's a great story. We're going to chat yeah. We're gonna chat that up when we – that's so our uh, two. We're going to get into – we're going to let Denise fo- uh, follow up on the Prime Minister uh, Trudeau's divorce. Uh, she just finished Reese Witherspoon's uh, hour, end of hour one. We got to talk about the, the Lori Vallow, just bizarre stuff. Uh, we, we, Lens Crafter is going to be paying out some money. Why and to whom? Uh, we got to get into those Idaho murders, as as Cal brought up, and uh, very interesting suspects alibi, which is what uh, I want you guys to think about. But. But uh, now you know driving around is the alibi. But but love you, Cal. But you, you, you I'm sorry, I didn't want you, to get, you, you gave it away. Well, I'm not sure people know about it. But it's but just yeah. that I want your, yeah. your takes on it will be the great. Well, the thing. alibi. I just want you to think about what type of alibis it would be. But the alibi is that 
oh, I just drive around and, you know, just just that's my normal thing. But So we're going to get into that and the details of that. And uh, then we're going to talk about uh, vineyards that are suing because of fires. And these are the Willamette Valley. This is in Oregon. And I don't know a lot about these issues of smoke on the grapes, but doggone it, we're going to talk about smoke on the grape, like smoke on, on the, the water. water. Oh, smoke on the Thompsons, aren't no, they? Smoke. No, not Thompsons. Fire in the no, sky. No, Thompsons and eating grape. Okay, it's going to be on the, yeah. on the what, are the, what would be the type of, I see, I I'm not a connoisseur of wines. Denise, what type of uh, wine grapes are they? What, what type? I have no idea. I mean, red ones, there's green ones. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're good. so good. Welcome, welcome to Wine Tasting by Sesame Street. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, email us or call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to list some wine grapes for us. Uh, let's think. I know. Go, sovereign, so, 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 uh, Chardonnay. 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 But this wine is kind of bitter. What Zinfandel. kind of grape was used? The grapes of wrath. <laughs> That's what was used. No, Cal's over talking about the green ones that he eats. Well, it's yeah, not, Concord. Well. We got a Concord grape. Okay, there you oh, go. There you go. But <laughs> that's, that's purple. <laughs> yeah, Concord grapes are for jelly, though, by the way. Well, but <laughs> any grape that grows that has sugar can be turned into wine, I'm sure. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I've turned apricots into wine once. <laughs> but that was in eighth grade with your friends. That doesn't really count. When I was a sophomore in high school, the, our biology teacher gave yeah. us an assignment to see if we could make wine using the fermentation process. And mm-hmm. we made it out of frozen concentrate. Like well, you could get it you, to, at the store. Good for you, Tom. And, and then he, we started it. We started it like September, October, and he tasted it come uh, around like April. <laughs> he says, well, oh. some of that was prepared in its strength. Yeah. Good heavens!" Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we're going to get into. Before that, we'll do case or no case. All right. Let's give you an open to that and see how that goes. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yeah. Pablo Centrino was a landlord, had several properties in the greater Los Angeles area, and he rented one out to a business associate named Rudolfo Juarez. Juarez was an entrepreneur at heart as well, and he realized he could make bank by renting houses and subleasing them out as Airbnbs, bringing in about four times the amount that rent would provide. So when Mr. Centrino did a drive-by of the rental property one day, he saw five vehicles out there, and none of them belonged to his tenant. He knocked on the door and asked where Mr. Juarez was. People said, I don't know, we just went to the place for the weekend. Centrino was livid and immediately drew up eviction papers for Juarez. Juarez resisted and decided to fight the eviction because he said, I'm not doing anything wrong. So he went to his lawyer and asked if he could stop it, asked if he had a case or no case to stop the eviction over Airbnb. And uh, let's see, uh, Denise, it's you, right? What do you think? It is me, and I'm going to tell you this. I am fighting right now, not fighting like in the legal sense, but fighting, keeping, pushing away corporations trying to rent my rent rental for airbnbs and they'll they'll come in and they'll say hey we've got a business client that you know wants to rent your thing we'll sign a two-year lease and da, da, da. And i'm like wait a second i'm going to require uh, an increase in the in the rent i'm going to require a personal guarantee because 
how do you go after corporations or something if they have no assets, right? Exactly. Uh, I'm going to require a personal guarantee, and I'm going to require double the deposit, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm going to say there's no Airbnb or no short-term rentals allowed, no subleasing at all, right? So this is going to and, – and that's real, you guys. I'm dealing with that right now. Um, so I've taken that hard approach. I don't want some all these different people in and out of my house, right? Sure. So um, – this is going to come down to whether or not the contract was prepared accordingly. Mm-hmm. If the contract does not have a no sublease leasing um, or no um, temporary, um, uh, what is it called? Short-term letting, letting, short-term yeah. letting or yeah. whatever of the premises, then the landlord could actually lose. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that... The contract was deficient, and Juarez wins, and it's a case. Okay, Fred, what do you think about this? Uh, I'm going to say it's a case, and Juarez wins also. Your turn, Todd. No. Oh, let's wait. Wait, don't say anything, Todd. We're going to go to the next. I've got a minute. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, know. Pretty, I can be pretty quick. If okay, go quick, go quick. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it's <laughs> and and Juarez wins as well because the contract just didn't contemplate it. And that's why it's in a bunch of contracts now. Yes. Yeah. All right. We'll be back after this. And uh, I guess we're going to determine what Denise just meant, the last comment. But we'll do it off the air. She's writing notes now. Uh, we'll be right back with more case or no case, or with no case or no case answer and more Radio Law Talk in just a minute. We'll take our first break of this hour. No problem. RadioLawTalk.com. You found Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in and I could feel a difference for certain. 
Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. You know, we always try to stay current on all events, legal issues. So I'll make this, we'll stretch it as a legal issue because we got, we got to get to finish the case or no case. But during the break, we were talking about football. The Pac-12 is just falling apart. I mean, and so those of you who are listening, they're like, I, I think there might be some lawsuits going on with the Pac-12 coming up. But, um, of course, Denise with her Oregon Ducks are in the Pac-12. They're now going to the Big Ten. Um, the, the Oregon and Washington just announced Friday night, last night, that Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State are now going to the Big 12. Um, and uh, Colorado already went to the Big 12. It is down to four schools, Washington State, Oregon State, Cal, and Stanford. Stanford. And now the Big 12 is talking, I mean, the Big 10 is talking to Cal and Stanford. It is like, what, 1915, the Big 12 has, I mean, the the Pac-12 has been going on since 1915. Yeah, it makes me kind of sad because to see the demise of it, but it never got respect. It never got adequate respect. All the East Coast teams always got all the, you know, the respect. 
Well, back to the case or no case, speaking of respect, Cal, we all said that we all agreed that the, well, Denise, who, okay, we all agreed on what now? That it was a case and, and Juarez wins. That's right. Case, Juarez wins. a contract wins. failed. Right. Well, this I found this it's in an a Airbnb. Paper. I found this in a paper in Bakersfield because there's a guy there, a company that goes out and buys houses, and instead of renting them out long term, he does these Airbnbs. A very profitable enterprise. But in the case of doing that, I said, you know, this would be an interesting oh. case to make up. Oh, Cal Hunter wins! Wow, good one, Cal. Every, I mean, it's an actual scenario. It's playing out all over the country. Right. But it's not. Oh, good one, Cal. And the next and, hour, what? Well, next hour, we got the story of Guido Menzio flying from Syracuse to Philadelphia, writing curious figures on a piece of paper. And a person said, I think he's a terrorist. He said, mm-hmm. what? So that's coming up next hour on Case or No Case. In the meantime, back to the show. You know, it's... It's interesting with that business model, if you will, of renting a place and then subletting it. It was something that that folks could make a little bit of money on earlier, but now that it's happened, you have first landlords like Denise described, where when they find out that's happening, now the contract provisions include specific provisions in the contract that prohibit subletting. But what's also happening is the local municipalities now are passing ordinances that require not just that you register your that residence as a as a short term rental, but that the person running it have certain bond insurance in place for for personal liability and all of that and and some folks are realizing that it's not the cash cow they thought it was because the administrative costs are now really eating into what they thought the profits were yeah there are some towns like um like pacific grove for example that disallow short-term rentals so if you have a property that you were using in that way now you can only rent it um month to month you cannot run it for shorter time well even that there's some that don't even allow you to rent your house out uh, i know my daughter's trying to rent her house out and they're not allowed to the homeowners association they only allow so many percentage of the homes because they don't want this it's a high-end area mm-hmm. they don't want them all uh rented out they want the homeowners living there so there's only like five percent are allowed to be rented out you got to wait till the Someone else doesn't rent their house. And in our neighborhood, they're sending out notices. You, there may be an Airbnb coming, uh, so you want to come to a hearing and complain about I mean, it's become a very convoluted, as Todd pointed out, convoluted regulatory yeah. environment. Well, I was going to say, we, we covered a story, I think it was down in Santa Clara, where that had happened. And, mm-hmm. and it, I, sticks out in my mind that something criminal actually happened at the house or something had happened there were complaints noise complaints and when the and when the uh, law enforcement showed up to sort of quell things with the occupants of the house that's when they found out it being rented as an airbnb so the landlord got in trouble for renting it out as an airbnb so uh that's interesting all right so uh we we actually uh Appreciate appreciate that, Cal. That's an uh, interesting thing. That's I thought it was on. fun. Yeah, Thank you. We're on the cutting edge of the law right here on Radio Law Talk. Right, right. and it was cute to change it from buying to, to use it as an Airbnb to becoming a renter to do it. That was mm. a very good factual change. Wasn't as cute as me talking about the Pac-12? That was pretty cute. <laughs> 
Well, well, of course, yeah. we were talking was... about serious things before, and and Fred said, "Hey, but what about the Pac-12?" <laughs> I just I, well, the reason I brought it up because that's what we talked about during the break. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about divorce, something more serious, Denise. Yes, uh, Trudeau. What's going on with Trudeau? He, he's kind of a handsome fellow, isn't he? Well, he, yeah, I would say that he's a he's um, a very truckers don't like him. <laughs> well, a lot of people, you know, he's he's political. He is the Prime Minister of Canada. He's mm-hmm. been the Prime Minister for, I think, two terms now. And he's the son of a... And he's Trude- the son of a former right. Prime Trudeau. Minister. Trudeau. Trudeau. Pierre. So the name is a very much about right. the political dynasty in Canada. But the thing is, this is a love story, you guys. This is oh. the sad side of it. I mean, these two knew each other in grade school. Um, the wife went to, sco- to school or was in the class with uh, Trudeau's brother, and they've known each other. They grew up, and when they were 31, they went out to dinner together, and Trudeau said to her, you know, I've been looking for you for 31 years. And they got married, and they were really sweethearts for a very long time. So what was the so line? What, what was the line? i got to write that one down. It was, um, I've been looking. I'm 31 years old, and I've been waiting for you for 31 years. Whoa. I can't even say that with a straight face. Good heavens. Well, okay, good, whatever. Go on, go I on. Thought that was beautiful. I thought that was beautiful. So, But they have decided together, this is not a one-sided thing, they've decided together that um, that they are going to separate and, and divorce, and, but they're putting their kids first, and they got ahead of the story, guys. That's the key. Mm. Let's come back and talk about Lori Valley. That's more interesting. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Radio Law Talk on many good local radio stations. Well, great local radio stations, coast to coast. If your station doesn't play the whole thing, feel free to go to radiolawtalk.com and listen live or listen to any and all past episodes. That's radiolawtalk.com where the streaming is free. We'll be back. services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492 800-509-4492 That's 800-509-4492 Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. 
Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. update. We begin this Saturday with the nightmare weather conditions in Iowa, snow and freezing temperatures in the state that is literally the center of the political world for the next few days ahead of the caucuses come Monday. All of the Republican candidates busy campaigning despite the weather conditions. Nikki Haley telling reporters, this is an unbelievable amount of snow, but we are going to continue to try and touch as many people as we can. In other news, President Biden calling the strikes against the Houthi rebels in Yemen a success. The president on a campaign stop at a school in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The Department of Defense says to expect some sort of Houthi rebel retaliation. But the group, which is backed by Iran, has been attacking ships in the Red Sea for months now. The Biden administration, along with military partners in Britain, finally carrying out massive strikes in Yemen. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com, GCNfood.com. Kind of a big deal. You are a loser. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. 
some kind of a big deal. Anchorman, right? Anchorman. Yep. You may not know this, but I'm kind of. A, you may not know this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Oh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. I have a radio show called Radio Law Talk. I'm a big deal. All right. Go back to do your dishes, dear. Oh, okay. Sorry, sweetie. What's that? <laughs> I was just going to say, before we get into our next story. I'm going to eat my zingers before, while you talk. Before we get into the next story, let's just remember, what was the common thread that we had about the two divorce cases that we talked about with Trudeau and Reese Witherspoon last year? What was the common Denise. thread about what we liked about the way they went about it? That they got in front of it, they took over and controlled the publicity, and they set the story straight from the beginning. And, no, and, 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 the, and they and put it, their kids first. They put their kids yes. first. They put their kids first. The marriage wasn't working out, but they went and amicably split and put the needs of the children first. Remember that. Who are we going to talk about now? Well, somebody that put their children last. <laughs> yes. Lori Vallow. Psycho. Where's the do? Where's the do? Where's the do? Do 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 do. Cal, find that. Would you? I don't think I have Twilight. I'll find you for that. But that would be a good one. As we talk the whole time, I do have a Kevin Spacey for she and her husband. You're all morons. That's a good one. Yes, people. That's a good one. That's. Oh my gosh! I thought that was Jack Nicholson. No, Kevin it's Kevin Spacey. Spacey. So Lori Vallow has now been sentenced to basically forever. Um, the two interesting things, uh, it was a lot of interesting things, but I want to bring up a couple. And Todd, Denise, you bring up a few also. But I want to just shout out for the defense lawyers in this team, in this, in this case. I feel bad for them. What, what do you say as a defense lawyer? Because they, she has to be represented. And they have to do the best to argue her side, which is she is the probably, I'm not going to say hated, but there's people all over the world. And what's scary, and I'm not going to get in detail, a person that does that to children, especially a mother, and she goes into the women's prison system. I think her safety is going to have to be watched close. No, I think so too. Remember the 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 woman who drove her car into the um, into the lake and she killed all of four of her children in Houston, Texas. Yeah, yeah she and, lived. and she was really badly hated for a really really long time. You don't often forget yeah. that because, I mean, what's what is the children most are innocent? What yes, children are innocent. Number one, and what mother? What frame of mind you have to be in as a mother to harm your children? I can't. Put my head around it. So she comes yeah, as I know. a parent. I as shouldn't parent, make that yeah. gender specific, but still. But no, even uh, even a man, a man or a parent is exactly right. And not only parent, aunt, uncle, or whatever, whoever, just a normal, a normal person. The, these little children. So here, here she is. She comes, and the defense has to make an argument. And the defense, I think, laid it out the best they could about healing. And um, I really feel bad for those defense lawyers. So those of you out there who are and I know there's been some comments out in the social media about the defense lawyers. They have to make an argument. 
And uh, luckily, the judge didn't buy it and gave her what, you know, I think it equates to about 200 years, and it's consecutive. Todd, they can stack them on top of each other, right? But, yes. But, she, but they ran them consecutive, you know, life sentences that's going to put her a couple hundred years. She's going to die in prison. So, um, And she'll never get paroled. That she'll never get paroled. Thing. That's exactly right. But she, he then, I could tell, and I watched it live, um, the judge... You could tell he was just beside himself, but had to let her talk if she wanted. And you could just tell he's like, I don't want this to happen. Because now he, she gets the floor and gets to espouse her psycho, you know, uh, craziness. So, uh, so anyway, long story short, she gets up there and espouses how Jesus, it's about Jesus and Jesus loves me and that she has talked to her son and her daughter and they forgive her and 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 say it's all okay mom stop worrying and that she loves them and she uh and not only that chad daybill's wife that she talked to that came back to target i'm sure chad daybill's wife that's dead in heaven is coming back going you know god i just have one request can i go back and chat it up with Lori daybill that that uh that you know i know he's innocent until proven guilty that that she, according to the jury, uh, helped kill me. Um, can we, like, uh, you know, can I just go back and talk to her? I'm sure that's what's going to I'd happen. like a few words with my killer, if Yes, I may. yes, and, and, and just to be nice <laughs> and forgive that, you know, First of all, that's not happening. So she gets up and says all this stuff and said, everything's fine, and the children love me and are happy. They're in a happy place now. Uh, okay, psycho lady. Um, and then, so the judge had to do that, and then the judge comes down and just, just, lay, just lays her out. Go ahead. Well, one of the things to keep in mind when you consider the job and the arguments that a defense attorney in a case like this, that a defense attorney is really doing, is trying to set things up, because you know that this is going to be appealed. Somebody's going to come in and try to point to some sort of procedural defect, and, and, the defense attorney is trying to set things up for the appeal. So when, when it's, does your client want to say anything, and she makes a statement, and she goes on and on about everything that you had just talked about, appellate attorneys are going to look at that to try to use that as evidence that this person uh-huh. was not mentally stable enough to stand trial. Or, or incompetent or, counsel. Or incompetent counsel, or why is it that not guilty by reason of insanity? I don't know if they have that in Idaho, but why is it that that was not a defense? Remember, she was found incompetent at first. She She was was not not competent to stand trial initially. Okay, and I'm glad you mentioned that, because those are two different things. Incompetent to stand trial is different than not guilty by reason of insanity. Incompetent to stand trial means... This person does not understand the nature of the proceedings right now. Not guilty by reason of insanity means at the time the act occurred, the offense occurred, they were legally insane and cannot be held accountable for their actions. It's like a defense almost, yes. isn't it? Well, it is a defense. The the not competent to stand trial delays the proceedings of a trial until you're restored to competency. Not guilty by reason of insanity is... I'm not culpable for the act to begin with. Because I didn't have the mental frame of mind to have a men's gray culpa or whatever it, it's called. Exactly. 
and that is insanity is not available Cal- in Idaho, Todd, it, yeah, and it's okay. not available there. But they can determine their capability of forming intent. So it's kind of a oh, that's of a kind way. of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you cannot say guilty but insane. You can say not capable of forming intent. Forming intent. Yeah, so okay. So here's here's the interesting thing that I was going to say about that is. You notice what the judge asked her before she he pronounced sentence. Todd or Denise, do you remember what he asked her? No. You know, no? Todd, do you remember what he asked her? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. I, I remember I mean, what he said in response yes. to her answer. No. Let me tell you what the but asked. was asked. He asked her, Miss Vallow, and it's something I'm not going to exact, but I'll approx something exa- like this. Do, do you believe you've had proper representation and counsel? And she said yes. But that was it, oh, he I asked, didn't realize that, that. isn't a question he asked of her before he the sentencing and before the, the everything got now, down. Now that's interesting because that is a uh, that is a question that a judge will often ask when somebody is entering a plea deal because do you before you give up these rights do are you acknowledging that you've been properly advised about the rights you're giving up. Now, certainly there are also rights associated with statements you can make at the time of sentencing. But the thing that I noticed was, so he asked that question, she makes her statement. The judge's response to her was, and this is why the judge let her go on, the judge's response to her was, I don't think to this day you have any remorse for the effort right. and heartache you cause. Lack of remorse is a sentencing factor that, that can justify is. a higher sentence. It can so, mitigate the sentence, right? Oh, yeah. If you felt terrible about what it is, then, you go, then the sentence can be reduced, theoretically. But in this case, he found no remorse, and she didn't give him anything that would have allowed right. him to make a remorse. She, she showed zero She, in the way she talked... Yes. It made it sound like she thought she had done her kids and Daybell's wife a, a favor, solid, a oh, yeah. favor, which is ridiculous. Well, she said Jesus Christ knows that no one murdered, and no one was murdered in this case. Accidental deaths happen, suicides yeah. happen, fatal side effects from medication happen. Yeah, that is weird. I know, that was weird. Psycho. Yep. Well, it's going to be tough in prison. Good luck. When we come back, we're going to talk about lens crafters, uh, the Idaho murders, uh, interesting alibi, the, the guy that they're trying to state that murdered these four college students, at least allegations. We'll be back. This is Radio Law Talk, and available on radiolawtalk.com all of the time. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go 
to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is ShopSuperTea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from wallofire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Wallofire.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp-made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Boys are weird. I'm repeating we're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, come on. 
It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Denise, you wanted to talk about something else along with uh, this Lori Vallow. We thought we'd just slide, <laughs> we'd slide in the uh, uh, other Idaho uh, alleged murder. So those of you who don't know what's happening, in northern Idaho, there's Idaho, uh, there's Idaho State University, which is in Pocatello, and University of Idaho, which is up north, kind of in the, you know, in the panhandle area, uh, panhandle, whatever you call it, the top of Idaho. And right next to that, believe it or not, Pullman, Washington is just across the border, and that's where Washington State is. And there's, I don't know if you want to call it a frat house, but it's a house that a lot of people come in and out of. It's it's popular. Um, apparently, it's fairly easy to come in and out. Uh, my understanding is, don't quote me if I'm wrong, you can go read it, but from what I recall, there's like a code to get in the locks. And apparently, they're approximately 2 a.m. in the morning around, I don't remember the exact time, someone came in and killed three girls and one boy uh, Idaho, University of Idaho college students that were in their beds, and they were killed with a knife, uh, which to me is, I brought up how, I guess, I guess how can you quietly do that? Because usually killing someone with a knife, it's going to take a few times to uh, to do something. So, but including uh, uh, this this fairly healthy, strapping young man. And I think Todd brought it up is might have been they were just pretty drunk and so drunk that they couldn't respond or do much. Um, so they've arrested an individual that is a Ph.D. student in criminology at Washington State. And uh, they're starting to prepare for the trial. Are that your trial or the um, preliminary, Todd? What is, it? is it the trial? I don't remember. Really I think they'd be Denise preparing for the Denise? preliminary hearing. Preliminary hearing. Yeah. And one of the preliminary hearing issues are what do you have any alibi as to where you were? And Denise and Todd, what's what's the alibi? Denise, uh, you guys, Denise, you brought it up pretty an interesting thing. What is his alibi? <laughs> well, his alibi is that um, he can explain that see, they've determined that he was in the area. Um, of, of where the murders were many times, um, like almost stalking it at first and planning it, and then uh, during the time of the actual murders. And he claims that he can't sleep at nights, and he goes out and he drives. And so that's his defense to these ping evidence showing him in the area. And it's not that far from his home, quite honestly. It's, we're talking, about eight miles? Something like that is literally just across the border, and so that's going to be his defense. Uh, but about these peop- these campus kids, these are off-campus kids. This is an off-campus residence. It's like an apartment complex where people share, like, main spaces. But they all have their own rooms. And there's really no evidence that anybody was drinking or anything like that. I mean, who knows? It could be that it's really good soundproofing, you know, because there's multiple people living in this um, residence. Um, but there were a couple people that did wake up and did hear things, or they heard things that were suspicious, but because of the fact that they're not family and they were like separate individual people living together, they probably thought they deserve privacy. You know, I'm not sure. 
but um, or they were scared to death. There was a, one person that said they opened their door and they saw a shadow of a person, and they went back in and shut the door. You know, and they didn't go check mm. it out. And, and it could have been they were just scared, or they wanted to make sure they didn't, you know, invite him in to their place, their room. Mm. So it was just kind of a. Um, this is a really big deal. This this murder appears to have no motive. It's very strange. Right, right. Uh, it's yeah. It's you know. Did they party that night or what? Well, no, they, no, no. They were out a couple of nights before. They got a picture of them all together, the roommates all together. But it was it, it could have been earlier that night. But I, if something tells me it was the night before the murders. Hmm. Um, yeah. You know, th- there's there's the idea. Now let's take a look at motive for a second, because there is no motive for this, and motive really isn't necessarily a direct element of the charge defense for murder but motive becomes even though not an element of the offense motive becomes very relevant when you try to figure out all right if everything is circumstantial we're probably going to try to look at the person where, where we have the combination of evidence plus somebody that might have had a motive to do this it really helps to focus on why this happened but sometimes you have crimes where there is no motive and i i recall reading that previously this uh suspect brian koberger he had been a fan well not a fan but he had followed i believe it was the btk killers goings about and you know that there there was no really no motive in a serial killer type killing they just the motive was they were available to they, kill yeah they <laughs> it was it was it, the the motive was opportunity yes. right right and so in this case here you've got that now as far as the preliminary hearing is concerned we talked about kind of the preliminary hearing is for the prosecution to show that there's enough probable cause that this case can go forward to trial, that it wouldn't be a waste of the jury's time. And oftentimes in, in jurisdictions, the defense has a limited, a very limited opportunity to present evidence. The evidence that the defense would present at a at a preliminary hearing oftentimes is limited to those things that would either negate an element of the charge defense. So, you know, you, you have your DNA, but that doesn't match my DNA. That's a good one, right? Or evidence of an alibi. Right. Which is, couldn't possibly have been me because I was in Florida at the time these murders occurred in Washington. Well, I don't really believe that the defense has put forth an alibi witness, alibi evidence. This is not an alibi. This is evidence of a justification for why he might be driving around. In the location, yeah. Why he might be in the location. But it is not an alibi in the strictest sense, which is, I couldn't have done it because I was nowhere right. near the scene of the crime. That would exonerate, yeah, right? That is not right. the evidence they're presenting. I have a, I have a question for you, because I, I honestly, this is just... I have no answer to this. How? What's the difference between a grand jury indictment and a preliminary hearing? So a grand jury indictment, the, the, the question here is the difference between, in some jurisdictions, the DA just files a complaint. In, our, in the jurisdiction I'm in right now, in California, the DA files a complaint. When I was in Tennessee, all felony matters proceeded to court by way of a grand jury indictment. Mm-hmm. So that really explains how did you get the charging document and the, how did the charges begin? Was it by complaint or was it by indictment? Once you satisfy that, you still have to go through the preliminary hearing process 
to allow the defense to ask questions of the investigator for the judge overseeing the so case. So they both have a preliminary yes, hearing. Yes, they both do. See, that's important to know. That that always confused me, and I and I think it might confuse other people. No, that that's don't a good have idea. Exposure. That's a good question because I know? thought the same thing. I don't do criminal law, so I didn't understand that. That's right. So, what's interesting too, though, I believe the defense said. Look, um, th- there's really no other thing that we can say because no one at during that time period when he was driving around couldn't witness him or see him. Now, I don't know, maybe I missed what you said. Did they? Now, the prosecution saying they found DNA, his DNA at the scene, right? And they found his his phone near the area twice, not only during the time approximately of the murder, but around 9 a.m. the next morning when. You know, all hell broke loose. You know, when it, they, they found. Didn't they it, find you, the knife too? Yeah. When you say they, that his phone was found, what was found was the GPS the, right, ping of where right, his phone was was right. found in and around that area, not yeah. the physical. But phone what about itself. the DNA? They found some DNA. I in, think there was the knife and DNA on the knife. That's what I'm recalling. All I know is though he can argue though. You know, he was there. Apparently, there's a lot of people coming in and out of that house that night. Yeah. The night before, so he right. can say, "Sure, I was there. I was just I came in and just like anybody else, uh, motive." Could there, oh, you're like, what is the motive? Maybe he went in there. I'm not saying this is, but he went in there too, and, and, and he was treated badly, and the girls turned him down, maybe. No, I think it's even more sinister. I think yeah, he was studying his doctor in criminology, and I think he was testing some of his theories. Oh, that's I allegedly. don't know. This is allegedly. 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 Yeah, these are all allegations. We're just throwing things out. We're just yeah. curious. We're not trying to cause any issues. It's just, you know, what, what, what gives you that motive to do that? I guess I don't I don't know uh, criminal minds. We'll be back uh, hour three. We've got a lot more to talk about. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. This is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers. Simply because that's what Longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have Longevity. 